look at you, how many notes you took, so how many scudetti <laughs> you have, and all that bullshit. <laughs> Just like, wipe your ass with that crap. <laughs> He's like Mourinho. Yeah, yeah, Mourinho. Mourinho, my ass. Okay, guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Serie A Audio Experience. We got everyone but Marco today. Marco's actually in Italy. He's got some important IFTV meetings, so we're wishing him the best of luck for that. And we obviously know he's going to kill it, you know. He's going to always do successful because, uh, you know, Juve won another Scudetto. We'll go into that later, so I'm sure he's hyped up about that. Look, Antonio's already looking at me. Uh, but before we go into the Serie A, we got to talk about Milan and uh, Juventus, the Coppa Italia midweek, right? Sure. You guys want to talk about that first before yeah. we jump in? The, uh, yeah. What is that to talk about? <laughs> There's nothing to talk about. For nothing, forget <laughs> about it. What do you guys think? I don't know. I think uh, the Milan, uh, the first 55 minutes, so they, they played very well. And then uh, then uh, we took a stupid goal and Donnarumma helped them out too with the 2-0, the 3-0. The, the 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 they didn't play bad. In the, no one played bad. Yeah. In the, it was a little boring yeah, in the first which, half, uh, but then Juve, I think, turned it another gear. Very unfortunate Donnarumma under pressure is buckling uh, lately. And today was another perfect example, like uh, the goal uh, that we took at the last uh, two minutes, actually, on overtime. Yeah, it could have been Milan, just uh, not even... Uh, had to look at it, but Donnarumma, I guess, is under pressure. Is uh, you know, too many things are happening at the same time, and the kid, I think, it's still uh, a little green. So we, we need to uh, him to uh, to stand a little bit uh, firm mm. between the the goal uh, the goal nets, the the goal post, whatever. Yeah. I, so. I think with uh, we need to congratulate Juventus for. Um, for the fourth uh, Coppa Italia in a row and the seventh championship in a row and Allegri for being four out of four for the Coppa yeah. Italia and four out of four for the championship. And so four out I, of four for the Champions League and not making it to the, oh, to the, not winning the finals. So <laughs> today, uh, today I think it's, uh, it's a celebration for this club that keeps winning. I mean, they got, I think, a little bit of break because uh, AC Milan and Inter Milan went through a period where they're not the teams that they used to be. Mm -hmm. um, I think Moratti left Inter, Berlusconi mm -hmm. left AC Milan. Yeah. So th they, in a way, they found themselves uh, in this... Uh, uh, you know, this year's where where the two teams that always were fighting for the championship have been out of the championship, and uh, I think that Juventus uh, they started with uh, with Conte uh, when they got Pirlo, Vucinic, uh, Giaccarini, and from there they never looked back, and uh, you know they they kept going. And um, with some players that they were there for seven years, for seven championship, Buffon, Chiellini, Barzagli, Marchisio, and Liechtenstein. So congratulations uh, to, uh, to Juventus. I think uh, that uh, Napoli and Roma, they, even though they're very good teams, they were not at the level of Juventus. I think you said it good. I, I mean, you got to give credit. It's up to that point that Juve won so much. You could say the competition maybe isn't as strong as what it's been in recent years, but look, they're winning all the time. Uh, they ha they have pressure. They're they're competing in all competitions too. They're going full force. You could say that they have a deep bench too, but at the end of the day, it's it's with the foundation what Juve has been doing this whole project the past uh, year. So they put themselves in a good in a good position to do that. Because a lot of teams, you know, they they're not as wealthy. They don't have um, the options Juve do. Like you can say that about Napoli and stuff. 
So that's why Napoli, you know, dropped down the other competitions. Uh, they were close. They went almost to the the second to last, uh, what do you call it, round, which a lot of leagues were over from, well, before January. So I think congratulations to Juve. There's nothing more to say for me, at least. What do you oh, think, Peter? Sure. I mean, you have to tip your hat to Juventus exactly. as an organization. They've, for year, you know, year after year, they're, they're top. Also, it stems from management. It stems from the president, mm-hmm. the, the new stadium. I mean, as far as marketing, they're the top. The players that they pick, they don't maybe spend big money besides the Higuain. They're smart uh, with their buys. Yeah, yeah. And, but they're able to get players that fit into the system. And what happens also is that they have a great captain in Buffon and also a great defensive line where you already have, as a player coming in, you can't make any problems. But that's a foundation. That's a big foundation. Exactly. The BBC. So, exactly. The BBC, not Bonucci. Unfortunately for Juventus, actually, maybe fortunately, it's with AC Milan. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. And so, uh, the only thing is that, that we can say is, let's hope that Juventus can keep this up. And like Gaetano said, Inter, Milan, these other teams are able to uh, invest. Because it's not just about spending money. That's why I think a lot of people get upset about. Mm-hmm. It's not just spending money. You're investing in the team because you have to compete. And I think as Inter, as Milan, you have a duty not only to to the the fans of these clubs but the the fans of Serie A because at the end of the day that's what you want to see you want to see a competitive league where you don't know who's going to win and any given Sunday something can happen uh unfortunately Juventus like like Gaetano said Juventus hasn't had those those top competitors like Milan Inter Mm -hmm. but I mean Roma Napoli over the past couple years they stepped up yeah yeah they've really stepped up into that Level, but they don't have the spending level as what Inter and Milan used to have. So as far as uh, team-wise, Juventus had the best team. So if you were a betting per- man, Juventus was your pick and Juventus did it. But it also takes a lot because every game, the big games, they step up and they, you know, they, they put the, 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 the money where their mouth is. Look at Napoli. You know, uh, the whole Inter game. Inter lost to Juventus, the controversy, blah, 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 blah. Napoli has to win that game in Fiorentina. That's it. Mm -hmm. Because you win that game. This Roma game that ends in a tie, Napoli has the chance Mm -hmm. to win. So you have to do your part. That's it. The thing Mm -hmm. is that Sarri had complained in the past, and I think he's still complaining about the fact that the Juventus played all the time ahead of uh, before them, and uh, he put a lot of pressure on Napoli. I I was going to ask you a question. I don't know if we want to jump into it right away. Uh But that was actually one of my questions for both of you because mm-hmm. I know in Serie A in years like a while back they used to make all these scudetto games right. play at the same time. What has changed? Maybe because of TV uh, interest, TV, TV rights and marketing. Exactly. I think there is some some. I think some advantage and, to me. Mm-hmm. It makes it makes a, it makes a, make a, a lot difference. of difference because at the end you're gonna go into the field and just you have the lever over there, you have the win into the field, but knowing what your direct opponent is doing mm-hmm. before you makes a you I, I mean listen we're all human at the end of the day so if there's a result we'll talk about it more when we talk about Napoli if it's in my, the head it's like oh we now we got to catch up we have to win this game but then you make a mistake you get nervous my, and the game does a big of course 100 percent yeah difference, I think so. it does okay let's jump in uh Serie A because we're talking we're already talking okay. about it let's start off actually with uh Saturday uh Peter's looking at me weird it's the Inter uh, Sassuolo game we have to start uh, off with that one well I mean before you say anything Peter, I know you're crazy about <laughs> <laughs> Not crazy about him. But let me just <laughs> say something. I mean, I thought before, I mean, I thought everybody thought, I mean, this Inter is going to work all over uh, Sassuolo. 
But then I saw the, 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 the press conference of Spalletti after the game. The guy, I've been complaining to the fact that this guy never smiles. He seems to be happy. <laughs> he was smiling, laughing, just commenting about the game like, a, like a, you know, he almost won the game. But says the, the, the team played well. and Yeah, but besides, goes besides the point. The team, psychologically, they, they, won, they thought that they had the game before it even started. No. They were the kids with the players and all of this celebration. Just like, they were celebrating before the game started. And I think that was a major, a major mistake. Yeah. So uh, they didn't take the, the the game. You know, I mean, hey, they found even Consigli to be uh, to be on the, on the on the top of his game. He had the best game of uh, of the year. But so did AC Milan. AC Milan lost against Benevento. Let me remind everybody. That's true. And mm-hmm. I kept saying from the very beginning, I said, "Hey, listen, guys, this Serie A here, there is no way that you can downplay Any Juventus game. playing with Crotone or Milan playing with Benevento, or Fiorentina playing uh, or." Uh, or uh, or uh, uh, Inter playing with, uh, with Sassuolo. The Sassuolo. Yeah. Look what happened, mm-hmm. look what the results. Mm-hmm. And Lazio almost lost against Crotone. Mm-hmm. I, look, I, if it wasn't for the last two, three minutes. Mm-hmm. You, you can, I, I feel like Inter and Spalletti had their minds on the Lazio game already, the last game. Even though, yeah, Icardi did miss a few shots, right? And uh, like you said, Conci, he was, he was playing like Buffon that game. So it, it was tough for them, but I feel like their head wasn't in the game. Gaetano, what do you think? You wanna? You wanna go Peter? Well, first on, off, on Inter yeah, I'll comment on Inter. Okay, okay, okay. Because first off, there's a new saint in town, San, San Consigli, oh. because the, <laughs> the amount of saves he made. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. So I, I'm upset in one, uh, you know, because those, this game you have to win because you don't know what's gonna happen in the future. Take care of your destiny first before hoping that somebody ties or someone mm-hmm. loses. Number yeah. one, number two, Inter played. I mean, they weren't as fluid as they should be versus Sassuolo. But we had so many opportunities to score. Icardi missing right in front of the goal then. A couple times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Consigli saved with every part of his body. Mm. And uh, just unfortunate. The only thing I have to say, I throughout my years watching soccer, I hate when the coach changes the formation too early. It, it, I don't understand why you have to add another striker with with 65 minutes. The game is one nothing. You do not have to do that. The Inter was already having had the majority of of the the possession. What's the reason for changing the whole formation and then is being the pressure, weak on the on is the counter? The pressure from upstairs because Berardi, Berardi on the counter attack he scored two nothing. Now that game is over. Instead, keep the formation how it is. Make minor tweaks by changing players in the in the the same position, but not do not change everything and throw you know and you leave just Brozovic by himself in the midfield and you you leave your team vulnerable to a counter attack. Yeah, I I thought that Inter uh, they had a lot of chances. You know, they they played. They, you know, they really wanted to to win this game. There was some quality play. They had a lot of chances. Um, but uh, and I thought that Spalletti he, he, he fixed the defense. I mean, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're the second best defense uh, of the whole league, or something like that. So the, he did he did adjust the defense in midfield. He did put those two guys in front of the the defense, which he did very well. Brozovic mm-hmm. did well. Gallardini. I mean, mm-hmm. the, he, he had there, and then he had Rafinha, which was the the link that I thought he was missing mm-hmm. and he was doing I thought he was doing well in the last uh, in our games and then you know, of course you have Icardi that, that scores that scores the goals so I thought that Spalletti did did that and um, 
what what is the problem with with Inter? What is it? Is it maybe that the team uh, the, the, there is a lot of individual players, but as a team maybe they don't you know click. they're not all to they don't click they're not all together because you know you have some good players mm -hmm. there you know but you excellent know, so maybe mm -hmm. in, maybe they're individuals and they cannot put it together but um the question that i want to ask you is uh, uh next week uh, inter has to win in mm -hmm. order to qualify for the champions league yeah so uh if they do not win what happens with cardi <laughs> think another year without champions question. league it's a good question uh it de I think it depends on Inter. I think Icardi, truthfully, he's been saying for the whole year that he wants to stay with Inter. He's happy. They have pretty much gave given him everything. They give him the That's captain. Armband. They give him everything. They, he can ask know, for more. He, he, with the captain. But besides that, listen for a player. That's that's something that uh, of importance. They gave him the captain armband. It's his team. He's you know he's the man in Inter. He makes the most money on Inter. I'm sure if Inter wanted to keep him, they'll give him a better a contract. The whole thing is if there's any buyers and yeah. if the price is right if Inter doesn't make Champions League and the price is right he goes the only reason why is because they have debt they have to pay the financial Rafinha, fair play Cancelo, too. financial yeah. fair play and he's the the most expensive player that they can sell no, that's let's the see only what thing. this management you this new man inter management is going to do i mean this is the only thing that i'm afraid no same thing with ac milan yeah. ac milan is, is under pressure because now they have this kid here donnarumma which lately has been a, a little wobbling mm -hmm. but I, I mean, for me, if the money's right, I would let Donnarumma go. Let um, him go. Maybe with the money that you, you, you're going to no. get from... Uh, from uh, but, but it's also upsetting because you're Milan, you're Inter, you do not let your best player go. Yeah, or but look what Juventus did. Players. Juventus in the past, they let, as they long let as you Zidane. invest. Look at me. Yeah. If you have a plan afterwards, Juventus it's good. Juventus sold Zidane to Real Madrid yeah. for a lot of money. No, I know. But you also invest that money. That's you what don't, they did. You don't just pay off your debt. Obviously. I it, mean, hey, you don't want to sell your best players and then or your most talent, uh, talented mm -hmm. player and then uh, come no. back empty-handed. Of course, you have to have something in exchange for mm -hmm. So... Uh, I will let I will let Icardi go because oh, I think I Icardi's know. got a lot of pressure right now. Listen, after the game, Icardi actually said that um, he, I'll talk with the Inter management after if they want me, I stay. If they don't, I leave. He said it like that, and he, you know, he had in his mind that we're not making the Champions League. He was like, "Oh, Lazio's not gonna." Well, Lazio's because, not gonna lose to Crotone. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, uh, exactly. The way it stands now, I think they're three now, points away. Right now, it's they no, just have to win. It's the same win. destiny exactly. that they had before. The way it stands now, Crotone did them perfectly. a huge favor. Oh. Zenga, they gotta pay him in millions. <laughs> The way so they them. win and they're in because yeah, uh, they head to head. The head to head, head competition head. was tie zero, zero zero in the first and game. If they so win this one, if they win through. this one, they'll go in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My other question for Inter is: uh, Sabatini left hmm. Inter, which uh, Sabatini is known to be a visionary. I mean, he's, mm -hmm. he's a very good uh, wherever he goes. Why did he leave? Well, there was a power struggle because he was never signed with Inter. He was signed with Zhang Sports, who was the 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 overseer the conglomerate of, Chinese, of, the Chinese yes whatever. because Suning also has a team in, in China mm -hmm. and he was overseeing everything the only thing is a power struggle because Piero Osilio is already their general their director general manager so you put Sabatini you know you cannot put two people in the same position each other, each other because yeah. everybody has there's not only there's not one way to do something everybody has their way of doing something and if you don't have that it's also bad if you don't have that 
straight idea, 100% idea what you want to do as a team. If you're on the same, if you're not on the same, if page, not on the same page, it's dangerous because yeah. you're going to buy a player from here, you're going to play a player from there, and it doesn't There's work no communication, into the, exactly. Into yeah, the it doesn't system. work out like that. So that was the major issue. I was sad to see him leave because he's done a great job with Roma. Uh, he, you know, he's yeah. proven yeah, yeah. to, to uh, know like, like talent. Robertini. And I, I was actually upset to see him go. But I think it was a decision that the Suning group or the Suning management had to, to, to take, either keep Sabatini or keep Osilio. And uh, I guess they chose what was best for the club or what people working with Inter wanted. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what can we spend wanna, a few words about uh, uh, AC Milan and Atalanta? Uh, well, I, we're gonna put, we're gonna do that two games. In, Let's go into the next one. Let's talk about is, Lazio. I want to talk about Lazio and Crotone for okay. a little bit. We know that uh, you know if Lazio won that game, it was over. Immobile mm. wasn't playing. Luis Alberto wasn't there. So and Crotone was fighting for relegation, and you know that's always gonna be a good game. Milinkovic Savage uh, saved uh, Lazio a little bit. He scored in the 82nd minute. He has the most goals in the Serie A as a midfielder. And I wonder if Lazio is going to keep him if they stay in the Champions League or not. Because he's been the most informed midfielder, even player in the Serie A this season. So I wonder uh, what's going to happen with him. But um, what do you call it? Now, now it got interesting right now. Lazio didn't win. And we're going to look at, I think, the best game of the next round. It's going to be Lazio versus um, Inter. Lazio versus Inter. And Milan-Fiorentina too. Because and they're Milan, both fighting that's for, also uh, pretty good. To, be, to, to be on, uh, on the way for, for uh, Europe. Yeah. 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 There's actually a question before I want to go into questions. Someone actually asked, what do you guys think the score is going to be? And who's going to go through for Lazio-Inter? I'll get I, a thrown a question. I hope on. Lazio. Goes through. Who do you think? Who do you want? And who do you I want? want? I want I want Lazio to go you through Lazio? because I think as a team they are they're better team. I was actually Izagi plays the team on the field a, a little better than uh, than Paletti. I was thinking neutrally here. I want Lazio in the beginning because I was like, oh, they're doing great, a great team. But what happens if they start selling all their players and they don't buy people? And in the Europa League, in the Champions League, they're gonna get embarrassed and another Italian team's gonna leave out early or something. Mike Lazio. That's Lazio only has shown in the past that even selling some of their best players. They always come up with but top players. Inter might take it more seriously. They're going to have more money in the Champions League. They're going to spend. They're going to keep Picardi and they're going to get more reinforcements. That's why I'm thinking listen, about maybe listen, it's better I than Inter going. We are, the, our speculation about who's going to stay, who's going to go, I think it's ludicrous because I'll tell you what, what happened. Oh, wow. A lot of those players, they already made their decision. They will not let their decision to be known publicly because uh, yeah, okay. as you know Icardi doesn't make any, any decision on the, on the team whether it's going to stay whether it's not going to stay it's his wife Wanda <laughs> she's tired of being on Milan uh. she's going to tell him I said hey we're going to New York or we're going to Singapore sounds like most it sounds like most relationships <laughs> alright so it's not Icardi's oh decision <laughs> or uh, uh, Moratti or the Sunni uh, uh, organization okay. if she decided that she doesn't want to be there she's going to go you think it's the snapping her finger way, right the same way Svechenko made Svechenko's <laughs> wife made him leave from AC Milan because she wanted to go to London this is the same thing that is happening to Icardi okay Okay. And the other players that uh, you know they are on uh, on the verge of Radar. being traded or or uh, or deciding whether to stay or uh, or uh, or to leave. What, uh, what do you guys think, Peter Gaetano? What do you think of the match? Oh, Lazio only need a draw and they're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they need two um, two scores out of three. Yeah, uh, exactly. Inter has to definitely win. win. I'm yeah. going for the team that's going to spend more money in oh. the Champions League. <laughs> so whoever's got more money to spend, that's that, the team that I'm going to go for. Um, who do you think is going to win though? As far as uh, I think since Lazio needs uh, 
uh, either to win or tie. I think they have uh, they have um, what it takes. What it takes. I think they're a little bit more a uh, favorite in in this team, in this game. Playing at um, Olympico also. Play the Olympic. Yeah. I think I think they they're gonna do it. Peter. Uh, Peter's not so happy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we had we knew what we what it what it came down to. That's As true. Inter we had to play Lazio in Rome and we had to win that game. Since losing last week, I think it also helps them maybe to bring that you know, get back into reality. It might get them a little bit nervous at first, but it all comes down to uh the players, the top players. Uh, stepping up, Icardi is gonna score two goals. Capo Canoniere over Immobile. You think he's gonna take it? Oh my god! Yeah. And Inter is going to Champions League. Yeah. Oh my okay. god! Uh, Fairy uh, tale story. Santa is gonna come down. <laughs> this is listen to me. Now here's the here's the deal. Here's the deal. Watch. Oh, Those guys are so lucky. You know. Because, I mean, Lazio could have lost the game, too. But Lazio against Crotone, yeah. they should have won yeah, the they game. Won if they stage. would have won not the game, Lazio against Crotone, this will not, not even be a conversation. For sure. That's so true. They, they, Christmas keeps so. coming to those guys all the so. time. Every week is a big Christmas present. So it's destiny then. It is destiny. So, listen, unfortunately, those losers, they might wind up getting into the Champions League. Because Lazio might, might have a lousy game and they, they, they'll well, be into Champions remember, League. Remember, Luis, Luis Alberto is injured. Immobile is doubtful. Immobile is it's doubtful, a, but yeah. he's not going to have form. Even yeah, if he comes back, he doesn't have the yeah. form. I don't know how much, how many minutes he has in his legs. Uh, Lazio... You know, some of their players, they're not at a certain level where this final, quote-unquote, maybe they're not used to it, playing at this type of level, yeah. this type of pressure. De Vrij is a big question mark. Everybody's complaining in Italy because yeah. he supposedly signed with Inter and it came out. They're saying, the should sport. he play or not? Should he play, yeah. given the fact that he's going to play with Inter next year? Yeah, I want to hear your opinion. I want to hear your opinions so, on this. What do you guys I think? think I, I agree with Antonio. I think as well. a professional player, you're going to play because also – you don't look that far ahead in the future and you have a, a duty to your teammates more than anything Absolutely. else. Absolutely. But so listen, as a teammate, you're going to play yeah. 100%. Uh, the only issue that I see is if Lazio loses and something happens with De Vrij, you better get out as quickly as possible because they're going to oh. say something. They're, they're gonna not going to let him be, yeah. <laughs> He's not coming out alive. I, I was actually agreeing with you, Peter, on that one. But look, you got to think about it. This is my last game with uh, this is my last game with Lazio. I'm going to Inter. Should I score an own goal right now so we can go to the Champions <laughs> League with Inter next season? <laughs> I thought, oh, come on, give me something. Come what do you on, think? Mike, you're reading it. You, you're watching La a lot of cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Greek what football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Greek football. They said that psychologically, you know, it might yeah. have an effect on, yeah. on the player. But uh, as a professional... You need to play, and you need to As play your to best, play. your best, your best game. You always go on the field to play your your best game. Yeah, yeah. But I would like to say something about uh, Inter and Lazio, Roma a little bit, uh, but mostly Inter and Lazio. These teams, uh, they go up and down, so and up and down. I mean, well, what is it with the? I mean, you need to 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 be focused when you're playing good soccer and you're winning some games. You need to keep that momentum going uh, and I, f I feel like uh, mm. it, it happens to Inter and it happens to, to Lazio you know Immobile scores the goal in the Europe in the Europe League they're winning by three goals yeah, and all of a sudden you know they, they go down and, and they get uh, and the other teams comes back and it reminds me of um, and then I'm going to say something uh, good that you're going to like <laughs> but it, it reminds me something <laughs> when I was growing up and uh, you know we were playing uh 
in the uh, high school games and uh, in college games and we were winning one or two nothing and the whole team you're winning two nothing the whole team mm -hmm. would Slow just down. would just relax mm -hmm. a little bit mm -hmm. because oh we're winning you know yeah. and uh, and that's the, the worst you know the worst attitude to have when you're winning to nothing that's when you have to play your artist yeah. and when i when i graduated from college and i played um with um uh with this player who had played in the asian national team uh, i mean the guy played at world cup level yeah. and um we used to we used to practice forget about playing in a game practice the intensity that he would put in the practice and we, it was just a pickup a pickup practice and every time we were winning one nothing he would scream harder and when we were winning two nothing it would scream even harder <laughs> and when we were winning for nothing the guy would go berserk <laughs> <laughs> if you made a mistake wow. just to tell you you know you have That's to be the in the game you play you have to play your hardest when you're winning two nothing and when you're winning three nothing you can play even harder mm -hmm. Because this is what happened uh, to, if you remember, uh, it has happened a couple of times. You're winning 3 nothing, and then all of a sudden AC they tied the grand. AC Milan against <laughs> Liverpool, and now it happened with Juventus um, against Real Madrid. And one thing that I like about Gattuso, you know, when they were scored the one nothing, Gattuso was screaming his mm. son out on the sideline, you know, for every play, even though you're winning. And that's the thing that I, I like best about Gattuso. Yeah. I think uh, I've seen the, pre the press conference of Gattuso since you brought it up. I mean, this guy here has been, been, been a Calabrese. Been, uh, he gives the impression to people uh, at, the very, at the first look that this guy is a little bit on the rough side. But Gattuso, psychologically, and uh, uh, he has the mentality of working on the head of the players. And how the, his approach is unbelievable. Yeah. I am so impressed. Uh, uh, with Gattuso I mean in the beginning I, I have to say it I mean I, uh, I don't know I mean great player great fighter greater uh, you know uh, it was always the lion of the midfield trying to uh, to, to break the, the, the everybody you know the opponent game down and all the stuff mm -hmm. but uh, if you actually look at the mentality of Gattuso he's the winning mentality that every team on the, mm -hmm. the, the the teams that especially Gaetano named right now they're yeah. supposed to have because uh, they have a drop in concentration yeah. and uh, and the, their mentality is not really a as in we're winning now so they get accomplished yeah. and I think going off that point I think that's a great point and also with that player that you know he would call he would call for everybody else to raise the attention even when you're winning to nothing or more importantly when you're winning to nothing it comes down to also the players and the experience that they have at winning teams mm -hmm. Inter, Perisic was on Wolfsburg, uh, Kandreva, Lazio, you know, Juventus when they, were, they weren't winning anything, Brozovic was playing in Croatia, you know, these players don't have that winning experience and I think that takes a, a, a you know, that's very important mm -hmm. where Juventus, they're getting players like Mandzukic who won with yeah, Atletico Madrid, with uh, different teams in Germany, uh, you have also... Douglas Costa coming from Bayern Munich, you know, you know, That's not Douglas, I'm sorry. Yeah, Douglas, yeah, Douglas Costa, Costa yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, these are players that won elsewhere. Buffon coming from, you know, pa Juventus yeah. in the heyday, World Cup winner. You know, these are players that have won everywhere. And these are the players that they they attract and they have on their team. Whereas Napoli has no real uh, winning experience. You yeah. know what really disappoints me the most about Napoli, since you brought it up, is that the two the two uh, uh, most represented players like Immobile and uh, and uh, 
Martens. Oh, Insigne. Oh, Insigne. Yeah, I'm sorry, Insigne, Insigne and, uh, and Martens. Yeah. Those, the, they faded. The last four or five games, they kind of melted. I, th- I think they were just burned out, to be honest. Down. I think it was more psychological than anything else. You yeah, think that's they, they, that too? Much, adds on to they it. had too much pressure on uh, and on carrying the team they, week after week after week after week, then to the point yeah. that... Uh, they yeah. couldn't, they couldn't uh, you know, have the pressure. Because, but that's my main thing. I think it's all yeah. about the experience of the players and winning. If you have the winning mentality. And uh, tough, uh, mental toughness. Yeah. And uh, this, only, this also helps you in life, not only in soccer. Of course. Because mm-hmm. everything that I learn from soccer, then I transfer into life. So for the young people that are playing soccer, you know, you need to have that uh, tough mentality. Never give uh, up. To never give yeah. up, even uh, you know, on your everyday life. No, no, hundred mm. uh, percent. Listen, I have a, I have a, a, an important question for you <laughs> because you oh know, boy. you know those two players. Uh-oh. Uh oh. What do you think about uh, Mancini signing for the? Uh, to uh, be the Italian we're gonna jump in for that already. And Pirlo. You, you wanna go? And, and Pirlo. Let's finish the Serie A. Then then. You wanna oh, finish the Serie A? Do that. Okay. Wait. Let me say one more thing about okay. Gattuso. Uh, yeah. Since uh, since we are on the topics. Okay. Yeah. Gattuso, after they scored the goal, like Atano said, a few minutes after the the. the they 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 restart the game. He was yelling at Suso for not coming back. So that's uh, exactly yeah, what yeah. And that's Suso exactly is one of the t- one of the top uh, three or four players. But uh, Gattuso wants the whole team to work as a team, not just few players relax. And especially when you lose the ball, you're not you're not coming back. Gattuso went banana. So immediately, four or five minutes later, Suso was already sitting on the bench. And he put, uh, unfortunately, he put Montolivo that he made two Ooh. major blenders. Yeah. And I think Montolivo cost us the tie today. I mean, uh, I mean, I like uh, Montolivo. He was a great player, but uh, right now it's, uh, you know, but uh, I, want, I don't want to take anything away he's from Atalanta. A, he's I, not an AC Milan player. Yeah, Atalanta, Atalanta deserved the tie, nevertheless. And, uh, you know, it was a raining, was a raining game. But I will have the sign for the tie at the beginning of the game because uh, I said to myself, I just hope we, no, we don't we'll lose, lose today. And they jump over. And, you know, Gasparini was, uh, fortunately, Gasparini was not sitting on the bench. He was sitting on uh, on the stands. And uh, that, that helped too, mm. so. There was actually, that was actually the most uh, games this season with the most card. It had 12 cards at yeah. the Lata Milan game, uh, 10 yellow cards and two red cards. So it was crazy dirty. Yeah. Uh, Donnarumma, did you, did you guys see it slipped out of his hand? A lot, everyone was blaming him. I, I kind of feel bad, but maybe he had that Juve game nah. in his head too where he messed up a little he's bit. He's too young. He's too young right now. I want to just next year. I, I, if next year this is still happening, uh, the kid need, needs some work. Yeah, I think next year where if he's still with oh, AC Milan. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> hey, if we're gonna sell it, if we're gonna sell it, I, I think AC Milan getting sixty million dollars was a good money. I will just give him away. Where do you think he'd go if he'd go? Six or anywhere? I don't care. PSG? Now. I don't care. You don't care? I want to be him to be Does in Italy. Does he still go for sixty million after these oh, mistakes? Oh yeah. Oh, there, there, there are things that will spend sixty he's million. He's so young. Like in that. a couple of years, I'm sure no, all those small that. blemishes but will vanish. In Italy, in the past, in the recent past. There's been players that the next day Scoffet, remember yeah. from Udinese. He's not even playing. They're Bizzari and ahead and of him. He was like was, forty years old. Yeah, and he was the next hot thing. Uh, you know, I'm okay. not trying to take anything away from Donnarumma, but Donnarumma has to now step up. And, yeah, and yeah. Become the goalkeeper that everyone wants him to become. Especially the fact that Buffon is is on his way to retirement. Italy's, you know, we were supposed to have Donnarumma, but if he's making these mistakes, that's one position where. 
you really cannot afford to make a mistake. Listen, I, the <laughs> only team that I wouldn't want to see Donnarumma is Juventus. <laughs> Not, oh, you could come to Inter. Yeah, I don't care. They oh. said the same thing about how you said about um, what goalkeeper were you just saying? Scuffet. Scuffet. They were saying it about what's his name, Meret too. Meret, he was another, another one. one that Meret didn't is really a good goalkeeper. He's, he's still, yeah, he's he's still a good goalkeeper. He's still young. Um, Actually, the rumors says that Juventus is going after uh, Perino already. So uh, we will see. Yeah, we're going to talk more about that. Let's uh, move into uh, another game. Let's talk about the Roma and Juve game. Oh, what we a know, boring game. Yeah, it was what extremely boring. boring. Game. We, we knew all they needed was a tie and they're all good. You know, to I want to say something, Mike. Yeah. Like, really uh, got me upset. I mean, wow. this was an episode against Juventus as much as I hate to say it. Okay. That was a, a penalty on Dybala. Or it was a push uh, from behind. Juan it Jesus. was so clean. The that one with Fazio? I think it was Fazio. No, Juan Jesus. Juan, Juan oh, oh, it was a big Juan. shove, right? It was a little big aggressive. Time. It was, it was, a, it was really clean that the guy with his hand, he actually, the motion that he pushed him down. Now, why was not the VAR invoked on that particular uh, case? I think there was the two teams that spoke with each other before ah, the game. Come on. <laughs> Let me Biscotto, tell you something. Right? Nobody, this oh was, uh, was a tie that was already agreed uh, before. There biscotto. Was no, <laughs> yeah, yeah biscotto. that was the biscotto. You're right. Caetano, what do you think? I Nonsense? Don't know. Why, I don't think so. why nobody complained about, you, uh, about the play against you know, Dybala? Get him, Caetano. Nonsense. Nonsense? If I would believe in Biscotto, <laughs> I, I would not be watching soccer. I don't know. I just, to I, me, it was a clean, a clean penalty. I, clean. I, I think the only thing I think Antonio is trying to make a point is that why isn't VAR being reviewed in yeah. that in that uh, instance? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's I think that's a fair question because you do see Juan Jesus pushing extending. The only thing is that I can think of was that during the 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 actual motion of him putting his body and stuff like that and Peter, then afterwards Peter, so you like can he, see the hand but that's at like throughout the whole foul you see like he has his body position in right him. and then once Dybala starts leaning in a little bit that's when he actually but, but Dybala didn't on. go down Dybala it afterwards, was, flo- he it was almost thrown like at 20 yards <laughs> listen I, uh, I, I think from what I understand which and I, Alec we did not complain either we said uh, that it's uh, too. complicated but once, if the referee, uh, you know, was there and he saw what happened, and that's his decision, there's no need to 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 review it because that the the call that he made uh, it stands. But there should be somebody also watching that and talking somebody from the outside, mm-hmm. talking to the to the referee and saying, "Hey, this is what I saw." Just in case, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. A backup yeah. or something. Yeah, but right. yeah. what, what really still makes me think about it. No one from the Juventus players even complained. I mean, hey, maybe those guys, they were told, they said, guys, uh. let's take it easy. <laughs> this is going to be a tight game. Don't complain. No no hard foul. No protesting. Look, the second yellow card, even on uh, on uh, Nainggolan, it was something that he went after it, and the, the ref couldn't really uh, hide it anymore. And Nainggolan were really hard on that. Uh, yeah, on, that was uh, a tough one. Ah, so he, he deserved the second yellow. He was yeah. thrown out. Uh. There were no major complaints. I didn't see complaining. You know why? I think the game was already set up. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. There's no game set up. I hope I'm wrong. Stop. I don't think so. Right. Sometimes during the game, I mean, if you see that you're at a part of the game where uh, you're not pressing anymore, maybe you know you don't want it to to send all your players up and 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 be uh, left for the counter attack. So at one point of the game, you say, okay, yeah, I'm not going to press that much. Mm-hmm. This is good enough, but not from the beginning. Come on. 
No, the beginning actually Roma, the first 15 minutes yeah, Roma played really hard. Well. But then yeah. after that, yeah. after um, that's it. The, the it, was, was, uh, like it was a falling I think aspect. I think after the red card changed the, yeah, the game. Yeah, that too. It, because it was going then then Roma had to be careful because like not necessarily the biscotto, you mm. know, giving the game away. That was the cappuccino but just probably. being <laughs> No, but being reserved and making sure that you have yeah. everything covered and uh, if you yeah. have the chance to score you go and score but if did, not you no did press uh, you, yeah you were more impressed because both teams yeah. didn't need to win yeah so it's a whole different right yeah objective uh okay we talked about juventus uh how they um you know how they won the scudetto i ju- just want to say a couple more stats um this was Buffon, first ever player in the Serie A to win nine Scudetti. First ever player, wow. so a huge congratulations. Buffon's been there forever, even before I was watching uh, Calcio, before I was even into the sport. So, you know, he's a legend himself. Uh, Allegri won nine titles in four years. He won four Scudetti, he won four Coppa Italias, and he won a Supercoppa. So in four years, you know, that, that's a lot of trophies for him. Most wow. successful coach, you know. You gotta wow. say in Italy, I'd say, and trophy wise. Wow. You can't say anything about that. that. Yeah, that's really a lot. Good. But yeah, and, and also with Milan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, he also won. Spalletti. I mean, his trophy did he win? <laughs> he, uh, when he gets a little bit more with, of a budget with, with, next with season, Zenit. I think he's gonna be Zenit. Zenit. No, but this you is uh, your your statistics wow. was in four years. He won nine yeah, times. Nine titles. Yeah. Yeah. He won with AC Milan. All this time in Juventus, I'm saying the past year. So it was more dominant like that. Uh, but since and, we talked, uh, I'm what? sure there will be people that will be criticizing Allegri. No, hundred percent. Which, if you well, do, they, there's always gonna the people are always gonna bring up the Champions League and lose in the final. But you you can't put that on top of him. Do you guys think Allegri is gonna stay, and do you want him to stay? I want him to go. You want why? Yeah, because it's cycle. You went to cycle. The, the cycle of the a cycle hands when the core players they 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 leave. Bonucci is gone. Bartali is gonna go. Buffon. Buffon. Lichtsteiner. Lichtsteiner is gonna Mar- go. Marquisio. If Marquisio, if Allegri leaves, maybe Marquisio is going to stay. But Marquisio, I see him on the way out too. So do I. But uh, Chiellini is probably the next one. He's probably going to be one of the few left for uh, maybe a couple more years. But other than that, yeah. this is a, a team that has to... Rebuild uh, phase. Yeah, they, yeah, they have to find a new leadership. I don't know who's going to be the new leader right now. Dybala, if he stays, will be they could rebuild around him. Mm-hmm. But uh, if Dybala leaves and the pressure from outside is uh, it's, uh, extremely high... Then uh, you're gonna, you know, Juventus. Uh, I don't see Juventus uh, now. I mean, uh, to win the campionato is gonna, it's not, not even the uh, the issue. They, they let them win another twenty on a row. Who cares? But I don't think Juventus is gonna be a, a winning team in Europe. You don't think so? I don't think so. What if they get a high ca- caliber coach like Ancelotti? What do you guys think uh, for Allegri? Should he go? Should he stay? Who coach should replace doesn't him? Team, doesn't win games. Come on, coach you doesn't need win players. games. What do you guys think? What's on your mind? I think uh, I think Allegri. Uh, I, I think he's gonna go. You I think, think so? that uh, yeah, he won. Uh, he won, like you said, nine titles in four years. Um, he's still uh, people are criticizing him. Uh, so he I, might I, command I, a big salary with a. Yeah, a, a I big, think it's gonna. He probably somebody's gonna give him a lot, a lot of money, and it's gonna just. Wait, to outside go. of Europe, you think? Or yeah. No, England, really? Outside, no, outside of, outside of England. England. Okay. okay. Uh, it all depends what on his it? ambitions because a lot of the coaches now, it's not so much stay in Serie A. It's about going to England, going, you know, being able to test your skill set in different countries. Mm. And I think, that, you know, the, there's a, a good possibility him going to England, England. Arsenal now. Mm-hmm. I mean, with uh, Arsene Wenger. 
retiring is a good possibility for Allegri. Uh, there's some quality players there. Maybe, he, you know, if, if he comes up with a good project or they're willing to spend some money, even though they're out of Champions League this year, it could be a good rebuilding project for him, some, a challenge for him. But I don't know. It also depends if he, if he feels that this team is able to compete the next year. Like you said, it's the end of the cycle. I'm not too sure about that. I still think that there's players there that are, are young enough and they still can play. Yes, you lose Buffon, you lose Barzagli, but Kellini's still there. Rugani's been playing in some... In, yeah, listen, Rugani's been playing and he's been able to... You know, they're still winning. Uh, there's players that they're, they're looking at from Atalanta that's coming. So Caldara, yeah, mm, that's right. Caldara, Spinazzola is another one that's, that's in the mix. So these these... It might seem like all oh, these guys are retiring, but Juventus, you know, they have a plan and and they are able to fill in these positions. Yeah. Uh, what would be interesting to see is if there's anybody coming from the youth ranks, because that, besides, you know, uh, not from Juventus youth, yeah. somebody else youth. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, Juventus still has a good, good youth rank. Yeah, but do. the only thing is, you don't haven't seen him much because their ambitions of winning Champions League is getting the player that has that experience, getting that player that can win you the exactly. game. And unfortunately, the younger player, which I want to say, which a lot of people don't agree with me, I think Juventus going into Serie B helped them win these uh, seven years. Why? Because you had you were forced now to let these certain players like Chiellini, like Marchisio, uh, at one point Jovinko, you were, for, you were forcing them to play in Juventus and develop that you know winning mentality into what is now your your you know your starting team and it, it gave them a chance to 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 play maybe they didn't have the, the exaggeration is going to Serie B mm -hmm. if they weren't fighting like how Milan and Inter are right now not fighting for Scudetto you know you're able to 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 get these younger players like Milan Donnarumma Locatelli uh, Cutrone this year We'll see. You know no, what? Talking right. about another Juventus player, I saw a goal of Giaccherini today. Yeah. Oh uh, my God! For Chievo, that oh was incredible. I saw that. Giaccherini. I saw that. Giaccherini was on the on the, the nazionale for uh, for several yeah. years when Conte was okay. around, and yeah. Conte really valued the, the, yeah, the that, job that, that this guy did play. in Juventus. And, and he, he was played. on the bench for Napoli too. Yeah. yeah. He, well, he was sat down by Sarri. See, yeah. this is another. He criticism. was mad at Sarri. He was extremely he, mad he when he was left. humiliated by Sarri. Yeah, I know. You can't do that. You know, this kid here, he was a bullet on the left wing and they played he, he always sacrificed for the team he never uh, was a selfish player but he was sat down maybe because he was overlapping with Insigne or he couldn't play on the same position that Insigne played whichever the case uh, might be this is the major criticism that Sarri is is not taking uh, uh, very well look at today what happened with uh, with Napoli the, the, the one of the players that he was sat for for a while I mean he was injured a, a little bit too he scored a spectacular goal too for Napoli uh, what was his name? The, the Savage? No, Savage. Milik. Milik. Milik yeah. yeah, the Polish striker. Yeah, he's been injured. Okay. That's the, yeah, exactly. He's yeah. been on and off. Yeah. So Napoli, Napoli's depth was just a, a depth that was created by the coach. In other words, you don't have a depth because the coach did not develop the team deep enough to be placed into the field at any time and be interchangeable 
uh, when uh, the situation presents itself. No, but I think they have the players. They had, you know, the players. they had it. They but had they, the players. They were not they just used. Didn't use them, and then they weren't at the level of they were Juventus. Scude- and Scude- like you, you can make fun of Sadi and stuff, but you gotta see. Maybe they didn't have the budget to. Well, no, they don't have the budget to to have a, a second team like Juventus do. So you're saying put in Jacarini, put in Jacarini, but then you see he's not gonna be on the same level as Insigne. So I gotta. There were. But when Insigne is not producing, when Insigne is injured, you need somebody like. Most part, he was producing and he, he was wasn't producing, injured. But look at what happened the last four or five games or six okay. games. Uh, That's the critical do? time. That's when Insigne is supposed to be producing. Insigne was uh, a wall. Yeah, but Sari's style of play is a lot different than Conte's style of play. Exactly. So the player doesn't fit, quote unquote, Sari's uh, style. Mm-hmm. He wants more of a creative player that's able to. With player. In. A player like Cassano. Cassano yeah. would fit Sadi's pro. Cassano would fit anything with anything. But I'm um, most importantly oh. Sadi. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna rip the jersey off. All right, let's um, let's uh, see what uh, for the European League. I think uh, since uh, Juventus won, there's gonna be seven teams now going to Europe. Right? Before okay, uh, before we're gonna go to Europe, I just want to talk a little bit about Sadi. What he said after the match because he said some controversial stuff. Uh, before I say that. Uh, Napoli got a record of 88 points, or most, uh, the most they ever got in a Serie A, so they broke that record. And they still have next week, I guess, yeah, so they can just add to it. Yeah, they can just add to it, exactly. Sadi said after the game, uh, Juve are definitely more powerful, but I don't know if they deserve the Scudetto. We lost a Scudetto in our hotel in Florence, not on the pitch. So basically saying uh, when, uh, when they saw the game Juve versus Inter, when Juve came back. You guys remember that? The last that? three minutes. That the they last three minutes. They saw that and apparently it was destroyed. So th- he's saying that mental block really messed with them. He also added. Uh, uh-huh. He you also see. added the last 16, 16 what, games. What that's that? what he actually said. Say that's that he again. Said yeah. So he said that when when they were. Uh, I'll I'll repeat the quote because it was a deep Juventus, one. Juventus uh, played first. Yeah, the yeah. Saturday when they versed. Yeah, yeah, when they played Inter okay. first. When they but wasn't first. this his complaint? What was his complaint that uh, that they always play first? Yeah, and, this, and then that's that what he's, he's complained in the past about that. Right, but now he complained that he played after. That he saw the game before Juventus played before, and then they played after. And that they played, but that was just stop complaining and win the, the game. Was, yeah. please. Let me say this other quote though. He said the last sixteen games we played of the fourteen. 14 of them were after Juve. We have to improve um, uh, our mentality, but so does the league. So he's basically saying... He's blaming like, the league, too. In, in the beginning, I was like, okay, uh, listen, uh, it came to you. That's it. I was like, don't don't complain. Don't be a baby. But listen, 14 out of the 16 games, that's a lot. Played after yeah, Juventus. Played after you. And you got to p- put in the fact, you know, Juve is obviously the best team in Italy. And once they win, you always feel like, okay, yeah. I have to win. I can't drop points. And that messes with you mentally. Yeah, so but Mike, not, he, could, that was well, not the case when he was winning, when he was on top of Juventus. Why never complain when he was uh, leading think, the Serie well, I think at the end. It was at the end. Uh, he, he got uh, less out of his favor for Napoli. But that's, you know what? what the the draw was done at the beginning of the campionato. Yeah, so it's that you, you. No, they changed. You, they changed the times. They're they changed the time. Uh, yeah, they oh, changed yeah, the times and right, dates Peter. depending on Champions League. You're yeah, right. it's not a few set enough, in stone. A, a few, yeah, that's right. Not even Beca- a few they, because they don't because they of only Europe. do the schedule maybe a couple of months. And then eventually they keep on changing, depending if you have Champions League games. Mm-hmm. So, so even, champ, the reason why Juventus gets the Saturday's game, majority of Saturday games, because they have they the Champions Europe. League. Napoli got kicked out. They, they put them on Sunday also because of TV. Okay, but you blame so Sadi now, but what he said is kind of valid. But then you could say, you know, okay, 14 out of the 16, that's a lot of games. That's a yeah. lot of games right there. But Mike, soccer has been played on the field. I mean, some of those I players, know. I mean, a weak players will get something like that getting into, into their heads. 
But this yeah. is what Gaetano was saying before, the, ment the winning mentality. He has to transcend from all of those, uh, you know, oh, they're playing Saturday again, we're playing Sunday. You are going over there and you have a, an opponent. You have to just win, 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 and win, win on the field. There's no pity for them at all? You guys are like, oh, forget it? I was like, that's it? I mean, I don't, I don't think you could really complain well, in the uh, earlier games. I can understand maybe these later games where now it's, you know, five more decisive. games or something. Yeah. The pressure builds because exactly. in January, in February, there's pressure to win, but it's not like the pressure to win in, in you know now in May of course. Or, or in April. Look at all these teams that are on the bottom. If all these teams on the bottom played the way they played in the last five games of, you see? of Serie A, they, they, they the wouldn't be the problem. <laughs> Cagliari played a game against I mean, Fiorentina. Yeah. Unbelievable. So exactly. we have to remember these players are, are human. Mm -hmm. They're gonna, you know, ment mental approach it's is very one. important. I know you hate Mourinho, but he knows the he right has mental, mental games, right? approach. Gaetano, come on, tell me. I know you. I want to okay. hear your opinion. Just what you think of Sarri? You think he's completely a crybaby, or he has a point? That fourteen out of the sixteen, that's a huge number. I played think he's after a cry you, baby man. too. Be honest. Be <laughs> honest there. Does he have a point? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, just. Just go out and play. I, I hate when you start making excuses for, you know, just go and win the game mm -hmm. and, and stop. Uh, I don't know, would, uh, would Juventus, uh, if it was the other way around, I don't see, you know, Allegri going and, and saying, oh, but we played. Just go, go and play and win the game. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Fair it's, enough. Also, it's also true that by you say, saying this, because it wasn't the first time that he says it, it gives that yeah. reason for the player to say, oh, look. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Another no, mental thing. Yeah, exactly. No, no, this guy is getting into the head of the league because, you know, no, don't for, let's not forget <laughs> that the major, the rating in Italy, uh, they have been driven by Roma, Juventus, Napoli, Napoli. Milan, Inter. Inter, maybe Lazio a little bit. That's it. So those are the people, the five or six people sitting around the table and said, hey, listen, I won my games on Sunday night at 8.30 because I wanted to the maximum exactly. audience just to be to pay attention to the game and then i wanted the interview of my best players with <laughs> at, at the dominica sportiva right after the game so marketing plays a big role over there mm -hmm. of course the time plays a big role and so, no sorry i think he, he, he got into the, the the mentality and he said okay let me get into let's throw this on the table so maybe they're gonna they're gonna redesign the campionato in a way that is not going to be favoring us but they're going to keep us into uh into the account of uh you know being playing those mm -hmm. kind of games as well as juventus and those of, uh, those, those other uh, teams that have been uh, benefiting according to sari from uh you know playing uh, uh after them so you know i think it's uh it is de laurentis and uh uh, you know that the Agnelli's, the De Laurentiis, uh, before was Berlusconi and the Moratti. They always had this major uh, fight about uh, about ratings. Okay, to make and the most money. Huh? Uh, to make the most money at the of end course. of the day, too, you know. This, uh, again, Mike. Well, let's not forget that soccer. It's a it business. It is a sport, yeah. but right now it's being driven by money only. Yeah. And you know, I was watching the game this morning. I don't know which. I, I forgot which one. I saw that during the game, the only commercial that was running uh, on the tabelloni on the on the sideline was the soccer betting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that's unbelievable. Big. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge in Italy. It's Everywhere. It's not that it was a commercial of I don't know, mm -hmm. Buitoni or Barilla yeah. or uh, Adidas or something. No, it was only about the bet, soccer mm -hmm. betting. And even the live commercial on the TV was about soccer betting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
that's what it is. Okay, guys, let's move on. We got the uh, we got Europa League to talk about, and we got the relegation. So let's talk about uh, Europa first. We know Milan and Atalanta. They're still fighting for it. I want to bring up the table. All right, I think it's uh, the first seven teams, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, apparently. Uh, because Juventus won the, the Coppa Italia. So if you count the first seven teams, where do you end up with? You end up at... Uh, Atalanta. With Atalanta. Atalanta. There. And uh, Fiorentina has got 57. Atalanta has got 60. So yeah. I think that Fiorentina is out. Yeah. I, yeah, for uh, for goal difference, actually, they're out. But now uh, AC Milan and Atalanta, they're fighting for that sixth place because they're, they ha- they have to go through one less round of okay. Uh, European. Okay. So obviously, you don't want to risk that. And whatever happens there happens. If Milan ties their next game and Atalanta wins their next game, that's it. Atalanta's hopping Milan okay. and they're taking their spot. All right. Hmm. So, um, but the Milan's still going to be in Europe, but they have to go through an extra game. They have to go through an extra round. Well, which the is thing right, is you, you know. start in July. Right. And Instead you start earlier. So there is no vacation. Yeah, no exactly. vacation. <laughs> huh. You start earlier, so your season is longer, and you lose the money for your, uh, you know, the tournaments that they sure. have in the summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but uh, I hope uh, I think uh, I think Milan is going to win. Milan's Sunday. playing Fiorentina next, yeah. and Atalanta's playing Cagliari next. So Fiorentina, we know they're a tough opponent, so anything could happen there. Atalanta's playing Cagliari, and Cagliari's still fighting to stay in the Serie A. So both those games are going to be really good, and anything can happen. It's no, it's you know, Cagliari uh, by winning today. That's oh, big three big points today against Fiorentina. I think yeah. Cagliari should have even uh, tie at least tie Roma. So let's look at week. the uh, let's look yeah. at the end uh, at let's the bottom. Look, let's look at the relegation right now. Okay, so we got Benavento and Elas Verona already relegated. So we got one more spot left, 18th place, and we got one, two, three, four, five teams fighting to stay in the Serie. A. Mm. We got Crotone 35 points with Spa, Cagliari 36 points, and Chievo and Udinese with 37 points. Mm. And I want to tell you guys a little who the it's not over. It's not, over. not at all. Let me tell you who uh, who they're all playing next, and I want you guys to tell me who's going to Serie B with uh, Benavento mm. and uh, Elas Verona. Okay, we got Crotone is playing Napoli away. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Napoli's mad about the Scudetto, so I don't know if Napoli's gonna take that I one easy. I think Crotone might. Let me, let me finish. Spal versus Sampdoria at home. Cagliari versus Atalanta at home. Udinese versus Bologna at home. And Chievo versus Benavento at home. So Crotone definitely had the hardest match and playing away from home. What do you guys think? Who's going down? Let me show you the table again. Listen, I think Crotone, Cagliari, Cagliari's got nothing. I mean, Napoli's got nothing else, uh, uh, you know. But you don't think they're going to go extra, though? Who is uh, Spal playing? Spal is playing mm. Sampdoria at home. Spal has got a good team, but Gianpaolo, uh, I think, is uh, he, he's disappointed that he didn't get into the champion. So he's going to let the, he's the second, second uh, uh, team play. You think? And, oh, I know. I okay. know. But that, that's okay. what he's going to do. And it, especially the people that have sat on the bench most of the, the, the year. So he's going to put the second team. And I think Spal is going to have the... Is gonna have the, the the advantage of uh, they're gonna win the game. So who do you think is going down? I think Crotone. I, if Crotone, if Napoli, look, Napoli, they have no, no, no more, nothing else. They are in the Champions League. Okay. They are second place. The only thing that they can improve is their uh, their uh, their um, record their, and their pride records. and pride. Yeah, the pride. I mean, the pride. I still uh, think they're gonna go hard, even though maybe not full squad, but they're gonna go pretty tough on that one. But listen, uh, listen, listen to this, well. Mike. 
Napoli might wind up sitting Insigne, might wind up sitting all of those best players and, and then let the, the people that he benched for in the entire year. But they're not bad there. players, even though they're playing a Crotone. That's you what, know I'm what I'm saying. saying. But Crotone is not a bad team, that's too. True. I yeah. mean, hey, look at this. Crotone has uh, been given a hard time to a lot of teams. Yeah, in, in even Cagliari. Cagliari could have won the game against Roma last week, but they wound up losing 1 nothing. So mm. look what happened today. They won 2 1. Not that the Fiorentina deserved to lose 2 1, but uh, nevertheless, hey. You have to just put it on the field and look Inter. Inter went up losing with Sassuolo. You have your mentality is gonna be, you know, winning. To me, Napoli's got nothing, okay. nothing, uh, uh, you know. Uh, to yeah, but to I, don't, I don't see Napoli losing. The tie and tie is They're not good enough. That tie is not good enough. If, if, so if the tie is not good enough, I, think I don't think so. I don't think so because it depends what the other fixtures. After this, the... no, but after this week, you had Kevo winning, you had Udinese winning, yeah, and. Spal actually was in the lead and they ended up losing and and Crotone tying. So the thing is, if Crotone tie and uh, Spal don't win, that's uh, Spal are going down. Spal would go down. Spal will go down. But if Spal ties and Crotone ties, then uh, yeah. Crotone is going. Who has it depends on head to head. Uh, Spal, I'm pretty sure head to head is better and goal difference. Listen, so what happens if Cagliari loses down. against Atalanta? If Cagliari loses against Atalanta. It uh, depends, it depends on, on the other team. It could be a three-way time. Yeah. Okay, wow. guys, I want your answers right now. I uh, think Rodon is going down. Napoli's not losing. Cagliari is not losing. It's not going to lose against Atalanta. I think they're going yeah. to win. Yeah, I don't think I Napoli's going to win lose. or they're going to tie. Gaetano, go. Yeah, I don't think Napoli is going to lose. So you, but yeah. a point, well, you think they're going to No, tie? a point is not good enough uh, for uh, Crotone. So you think Crotone is out? Yeah. No miracle this time, right? No. Like last season? So Crotone is out and then I want Spal to go. Oh, it's Why not? It's only one Peter, who do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's one. I want Spal I think, to go. Uh, Crotone has a, a lot against them playing Napoli. And away, and away. Yeah, Listen, so I would put a, I would put a thousand dollar on. But a, a I feel bad. They helped us out, so I think on Crotone, I'm gonna yeah. say let's have Crotone win. See, you see, go up, oh, stay in Serie A. And Cagliari is gonna go down. No, no, I can't. No, there's a Greek in Cagliari. No, no. Cagliari's got a big crowd. Cagliari's like uh, a come on. Nation. They're an island too. They're a little island. I want them to stay up. They, know, they I don't want them to go too. down, yeah, but I gotta make a decision. Zenga, make sure Zenga stays. We need another coach <laughs> yeah. that that likes Inter. Uh, okay, Gaetano, I want to ask you about questions since uh, he brought Peter uh, brought up uh, the Zenga as a coach of Crotone. How? What do you think about Pirlo joining Mancini? Yeah, okay, let's talk about that stuff. Team. Man, this is what. Is this is the reasons why confirmed? I'm wearing the it's Italian confirmed? national shirt. Yes. No, yeah. no, yes. no, not not hundred percent. They want I, Pirlo. They're, Mancini is oh, oh, he's already finished with Zena. He's going to that Zuri. He's going to be the next coach. And Pirlo is going to Pirlo join most Mancini. likely. Most likely, nothing's official. You so uh, this is a great thing, a, a great thing for Italian. I national thought team. Pirlo was going to go with uh, Ancelotti. No, he's coming. He's coaching with Mancini. He's going to be assisting Mancini really? coaching no. the Italian That'd national be team. E questi sono due registi, two two masterminds. Yeah, those <laughs> are uh, unbelievable, unbelievable player. They're going to command the respect of everybody that is going to be wearing the Italian national jersey, and that they're going to bring Balotelli back. Do you think Mancini <laughs> has what it takes, though? Mario is coming back. Super Mario is coming back. And this is going to be a slap on, on the face to everyone that doesn't believe on this kid here. This kid here was the top player on the Italian national team. Then we, we uh, emarginated the, the guy because he has a little, uh, a little funny uh, behavior. You know, a la Cassano maybe sometime or maybe uh, a la Balotelli. But we have to just learn in Italy how to value talents okay. on the field, not out of the field. I need you for what you do on the field. Okay, and I think Balotelli is going to be a big plus for us. Please bring him back. Mancini, if you're listening to me, 
Bring him back. Uh, speaking about Balotelli, he actually scored a brace uh, against Nice, so he has over 101 uh, club league goals in his career. He has a lot. He, he could he score. Again. Today's on the he scored uh, two, two goals uh, hey, the other day. Okay, well, where so is he playing? That was come not on, the problem. playing in France. Oh, okay, that was going crazy <laughs> in France. <laughs> hey, come on, give me a break. He's a, he's a good player, but I'd still call him back, not, though. Ju just to try him out. You nah. want you wanted to try Better him out? Better than Belotti. Yeah, I know. Belotti, what's he have? I think 10 goals. Oh or better God. than Insigne in the national team. Oh, what did Insigne oh, do? Nothing. I'm surprised you didn't say Immobile. What did he Immobile? <laughs> there we what go. did they no, do? On their clubs, they're excellent players. But what do they do on the national team? They choke. But name, name the whole the whole squad isn't good though. The whole majority. They choke. The forward line uh. in the Italian national team is a line of chokers. Okay, uh, we need an extravagant head over there that is going to change things around. Okay, and I think Balotelli. We need Gasano the there. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Please, Peter I'll call Mancini. No. I'll call Mancini. I think Antonio's right. You gotta call uh, Balotelli. I back. would call him. I too. mean, the guy, even though as destructive as he could be, and has been in the past, right now the the state of Italy. It's so low right now. Nothing. You can't go it, lower. I think bring everyone. You know, you in. cannot exactly. You try. You you know, you're doing. You open try pass everyone. Even Jovinko. Everybody Jovinko should up. should have the chance to prove themselves. Mm -hmm. And if you don't pass the test, then Mancini has the right. But everyone has the the. <laughs> Gaetano's the, the Gaetano's <laughs> Also, Man Mancini has dealt with Balotelli in the past, That's so true. he knows already what he's what to expect and how to deal with it. A few with fights Inter, with him too. With Manchester City, yeah, but. Listen, it's all growing pains. He was, you know, Balotelli maybe he had too much success too quick, and got it, to his head. Yeah, Gattano knows Balotelli too well. Yeah, but the thing is, he's also <laughs> on the transfer market this mm -hmm. year. He oh, said that he wants he, to go to he Italy. He said he's done with. Italy. He actually said thank you, Nice, for everything. Yeah. He said it, so he's like hey, my, Napoli. He's, he's coming back. Napoli he wants That's to, what and saying. he wants to come back to Italy. Not, Napoli not doesn't cost England. anything, right? Yeah, it's a parameter zero. Yeah, I think it's, it's gonna be a free transfer. That's unbelievable. Right. So I just hope Gattuso brings him uh, back on AC Milan. Naples, here I come. Uh, you think? I think so. Yeah, everyone's yeah, saying right. Napoli. I can see. That would be good. Be I, I would like that. But. Uh, okay, but, uh, Balotelli is not gonna save Italy. You don't Take think so? Easy. To no. save? I don't no. Know. But Maybe, I think he I deserves think to give the chance. Confident. I definitely think he deserves another chance. I want to move on to another Italian prospect. Perin. Perin said he wants to leave to a huge club, and the director of Genoa actually said he will go to the highest bidder. So what do you guys think Perin is worth, and where do you think Perin should go? Perin is a great goalkeeper, but not as good as, uh, as uh, Allison. And injury-prone. Is a little, but uh, yeah. I, he, Perin can go in any team, believe me. It's, uh, Most teams. It's on the top uh, four or five in Europe, uh, I, mm -hmm. I would say. Wow. So uh, Ooh, it is in Europe. Yeah. Maybe twelve, fifteen. I'd say. No, no, no. no. He's, he's not a Manchester United. He's not a Barcelona, Real Bayern Madrid, Munich. Bayern Munich, and Manchester City goalkeeper. Other than that, Perin is much better than the goalkeeper of, of Real Madrid right now. Navas, I don't know. Perin is, is by far not by uh, little. Navas uh, in the last game. He was, uh, guys, give me your uh, give, me. give me a price tag for uh, Perin. How much uh, is he worth? Taking consideration Perrine, that he gets injured too. So 35, that's 30, 35 million. How old is he? He is twenty-eight, probably. Maybe twenty-seven. Uh, he is 20, he's 25. 25. Wow. Okay. 25. That's going up. That price go. Listen, I will see him in Juventus. Buffon is gone. Even it could be the second. Yeah, uh, Juventus has a goal. Go, go, Gaetano. Give me a price. 
30 million dollars yeah probably in the 30 35 yeah i would even say depending if he go, stays in italy or he goes out of italy if he stays in italy oh. goes to 30 35 if he goes out of italy 45 50 they were saying for juventus to keep him as a second keeper but nah, i think perin doesn't want to do that he wants to be a starter it wouldn't be make a waste sense if for him. Second. he has to be a starter a lot so everyone's saying napoli because peperina is gonna go to milan so i think that might that be a very a, good a good goalkeeper for uh, ac milan Hey, look. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. I'll definitely take As it. That's my third key, second keeper? Oh, sure. No, I'll, I'll let Donnarumma go. No, if yeah, Donnarumma so goes, he could have been... Uh, How about for Napoli? You don't think he'd fin- I think he'd fin- Napoli great. I think so, too. But it well, all depends he, on what the project is right true. now. That's true. Because, you know, De Laurentiis, he wants to complain about the refs or complain oh, about man. stuff. But he has a, a role in Napoli's... Uh, not getting the Scudetto. But Pete, don't you think January that, uh, transfer market, you got to spend money. Sorry. Yeah, but Pete, That's don't true. you think De Laurentiis made a lot of money? It was almost sold out for every game. With, uh, with, uh, without a doubt. No, listen, as if you're a Napoli fan, you cannot be upset about with De Laurentiis. The guy brought you from Serie C to Serie A to being relevant again. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're playing in Champions League. You're fighting for Scudetto. You know, Napoli, right now, they're they're at a good level. What I'm upset about is... You, this year, had a duty to make sure that team had every possibility to win the Scudetto, and you didn't buy anybody in June, and you didn't buy anybody in January. They put all their eggs in one basket. But who did, okay, he didn't buy it, but who was, who was asked to, to who was a, a, a Sarri pointing to? Who wanted, who, which player you, Sarri wanted to? Did you know anything about it? I never, I never heard that Sarri wanted, I don't know, uh, or Balotelli, or one, uh, I don't know, uh, somebody else from the English Premier League. I don't. I didn't see many of those names. Gulam, just, uh, Gulam was injured, and they had Mario true. Rui. They didn't have any other left back. Mario Rui, unfortunately, he, you know, he's played in Saudi system. That's why he was, he was he, selected. He did very by, well, Mario Rui. He did, but he was not Gulam. Yeah, he was. Gulam, Gulam was ten times better than him. Of course, set pieces, crosses, stuff like that. It's a difference. So I think De Laurentiis, Onsari, or you know, Napoli in general had to go after somebody. Listen, that's their job. They have to look for certain players that, that could fit in Saudi's system and make a difference mm-hmm. and give the chance for Insigne to come off and put somebody in or vice versa, you know? Somebody to sit on the bench and, and be a relevant player. They need player. more depth. Uh, yeah, that's what they need. No, but if they have the money, they But can, also they a player that. of quality. Because, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you cannot tell Sari, oh, we got you Pavoletti. Yeah, that, that's ago. what I'm saying. That's why everyone's saying, play the people on the bench. How are you going to win the Scudetto with Pavoletti? Let's be for real now. I feel like a lot of players would have done the same, dropped out of these competitions, and just been, been realistic, be like, okay, listen, we're not going to go to the Champions League because, look, it's not going to happen. Our eyes on the Scudetto. They were so close this year, but whatever. It didn't happen. They burned out the players. Things didn't go uh, you know, as expected. Things happened. Uh, he was very close, though. So you can't blame it entirely get? on this. Let's say well, you know, it's it's you it's get? not easy to get players mm-hmm. uh, enough. Some players don't want to go to Naples. There's too much pressure mm-hmm. and to the, play and, there. And the rights, too. You got to sign uh, your uh, picture. Uh, your, what the hell? Your image rights. image rights. And a lot of people don't want to do that. And it's a whole but mess. That's the whole issue. Yeah. De Laurentiis, you cannot, you have to, I understand it's a business, but you have to also be able to bend some of your rules and make sure that you have the better players or the some of the best players come play for Napoli. I mean, if you're an, uh, any type of football fan that you're watching Napoli play, as a player, I would love to be able to play in that mm. system. It's attractive. It's, oh, it's yeah. beautiful. Peter, do you think that Atlantis is going to be capable to retain uh, uh, Koulibaly and, uh, um, and uh, Jorginho? 
Uh, mm. With all the pressure that is already uh, building well, up from outside. The, this is the whole issue. It depends on how <clears> the players <throat> feel now because there was a whole pact supposedly the, the past year. The Scudetto where, pact. Exactly. Every, every player said we're st- no one leave because this is our time to win the Scudetto. Unfortunately, now that, that this year is over, you know, these players that they're looking to make, you know, more money salary-wise or different aspiration play, you know, Jorginho maybe Manchester United. Mm-hmm. So these are, these are you know, top teams where they also pay well mm-hmm. and it gives you a different experience. Catano, I have a question no. for you. And, uh, so, 100%. I, I think if Jorginho goes Manchester United, right. De Laurentiis first jo- off can do anything and second off he'll say okay here. if Jorginho goes Alan's gonna no. go Koulibaly's gonna my go Peperina's already yeah, out the team's my, dismantled my question to him wow. is this okay how much you think uh, a factor would be when uh, if Sarri still is the coach of Napoli for some of those players to stay do you think that, that this would factor into the choices of uh, some of those players staying in Napoli or leaving Napoli if Sarri stays, yes. yeah, I'm sure if uh, Sarri stays and they they have uh, and De Laurentiis buys the the right players, uh, yeah, they might buy into the system. But um, the way the De Laurentiis operates, it's strange. Yeah, he's, that might he's you know, into he, 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 of the, yeah, he comes players. out with some strange saying, and I, I don't know. At, at times, he doesn't want to spend the money. So mm. I think that the project is in trouble right now. But yeah. well, I mean, De is also uh, came out multiple times against uh, Serie A, the whole idea of TV rights. And, you know, he, I guess, he, you know, he, as a business plan, Napoli doesn't make as much money as he, he had hoped. And so he's not uh, willing to spend as yeah, much money. Because there's also problems also in the city of Napoli. Because he's been trying to push for a new stadium, and the city of Napoli has not given him uh, permission to do any of that type of sort. And uh, you know, the stadium is is old, mm. uh, and it's not good for you know the marketability of Napoli. But as a team wise, the team is you know winning second place in, in Italy. I mean, Champions League next year. It, he has every uh, right and every reason to to spend some money and buy some players, if. Uh, the only thing is, I'm not sure if Saudi. I'm not sure Saudi is gonna stay. I, I think Saudi right now is looking more on the so, outside so, than yeah, than being there. Apparently, he's we'll, saying he's gonna yeah, leave because also ruin everything. You could see from the press conference that De Laurentiis had. He's like, oh, if Saudi leaves, we have another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what De Laurentiis said. Yeah. Oh, he said he, he already have coaches. He has already coaches. Oh, John Paolo, maybe who knows? What I would like to see, I don't think it's gonna happen. I want to see. Conte on Napoli. That'd be incredible, but that what? would never happen. Because it's a whole different yeah. system, but he's a winning coach. Mm. He gets the most out of his players. I want to see if some of these players stay or if he gets certain players to play under, uh, to bring him, attract them to Napoli. Peter, but why would he go there if Conte is looking for somewhere to spend? He complained at Juve, they're not spending. They're complaining at Chelsea. Right, not spending. Conte he's definitely not go not going to Napoli. But he wants to come back to Italy. That's true. So what if he goes who else to, is he going to go to? He's not going to go back to Juventus. Kicks out Gennaro, Antonio, what do no, you think? No, no, no. I want Gattuso <laughs> to stay at this Milan. Okay, yeah. guys. Very uh, happy with Gattuso. Listen, we went well over an hour. We got to try, try to squeeze in one question because um, let's go because our battery's dying and and this, this is one of the longest podcasts. So we got Mohamed. He said uh, the top three Serie A goalkeepers this season. I'll give you guys Wait, 10 we seconds. Even, we don't have a mistake. This season. Not Take everything into account. 
Well, Zoff uh, definitely. No, no, no. Well, this season, season. This season. No, no, not history. This season. Eh? This season. The this season. Buffon. Buffon. Uh, sorry. What? <laughs> 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 How many drinks you had? What do you want to say? <laughs> no, Buffon. Buffon. No, <laughs> yeah. Whenever someone make, messes Allison, up, Allison, I know it already. Buffon and Donnarumma for me. Allison, Buffon, Donnarumma. I have Allison first for sure. Wait, who do you have? You have Buffon first? Buffon, Allison, and my third one, I'll go with Perrin. Perrin, oh, this is a tough one. Peter, you're going around. I know it's so actually, <laughs> actually, I changed my mind. I would put uh, Alison, Perrin, and Donnarumma. I put Buffon out because Buffon uh, is not there. Come on. I, no, go, Peter, go. Buffon saved the Juventus a couple of times. I have to say Alison, Buffon, and Danovic. I watch oh, a lot of Inter games. Andanovic hey, saved the Inter definitely. a bunch of times. I'm yeah, putting Allison, Buffon, Perrin. I think we're all kind of similar on that Allison, one. But the third Donnarumma one. And Perrin. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Okay, uh, I think we wrapped everything up, right? A lot, a lot going so, uh, on next. Listen, it's going to be depressing gonna be next week because it's going to be the last week uh, of the, the Campionato Italiano. That's right. And oh, then we're going to be looking forward to watch the, 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 the World Cup without oh, Italy oh, being there. God, why'd you have to bring so, that uh, up? What we have, we have transfer market. It's my yeah. favorite no, time. This, I think, is going to oh, the transfer market too is going to be very yeah, we'll exciting. Talk, yeah. But this is going to make us more angry okay. to, to just go over there and just win. Because we're not about losing in Italy. With the, the word losing is not part of our vocabulary. So uh, let's learn from uh, the failure that we had. Because uh, you can always learn from the mistakes you made in the past. Mm -hmm. And this, uh, the mistake that we made with uh, uh, our last uh, Italian national team coach especially. Mm -hmm. I mean, not to take anything away from his uh, you know, goodwill and all the stuff. But uh, we think uh, we have a winning mentality back uh, uh, in the Italian team. Yeah, I think we said uh, everything. Uh, if you guys uh, made it until over here, I think what are we at? Now we're in 15. Listen, you guys are the guys. real legends. Antonio, what do you have to do? Just rate the podcast <laughs> five stars. Okay, guys. Oh, man. Okay, hey, ciao, guys. guys. We'll see you next uh, week. It's going to be a good one.